0: From worlds beyond, to right at the gaming table, these are all my fantasy children! Hey, Jeff! Hey, Aaron! Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Aaron catano Sayez. And my name is Jeff Stormer. This is a podcast where each week... Jeff and I, we split up, separated by the sands of time, and go to two different cons.
1: We do, we do go to two different cons every <laughs> single week, or at least that's how it feels, because I, I have three goddamn conventions in November. Don't, don't let me do this again, Aaron. Don't <laughs> let me make this mistake again. I'm gonna make this exact same goddamn mistake in a year from now, so I don't know why I'm telling you, like, don't let me do this, because I'm gonna do it again.
0: Like honestly, your your con name should be Jeff Ambitious Stormer because like this is a lot. This is a load to bear.
1: It's a lot. There's a lot going on. It's busy. It's a busy time.
0: How was Metatopia?
1: Uh, Metatopia was great. Um I played a lot of interesting cool games. Uh, I play tested a game that I'm working on as well and that went super super well. Uh it was a good time all around. Like it's just a good it is my favorite convention of the year. And it lived up to it. It lived up to the hype in 2017.
0: Hell yeah, that's very good. I was at uh, Gamer X this weekend, and it was very interesting. It was very. I learned a lot about approaching narratives and stuff like that. It was very good. And if I met you there, hi.
1: Yeah, if I met you at Metatopia, like, uh, let me know. Give me a shout out. You know, tweet at me. Tell me that you were listening to this, and I'll, I'll get excited about it. How do we even segue? <laughs> Um, so this is a podcast in which we, uh, <laughs> so I guess we should also, like, do the thing that our podcast does, uh, yeah, once in a while, yeah, is we whatever. take listener prompts and, uh, we spin them into role playing game characters. Aaron, do we have a prompt this week?
0: We do have a prompt this week. I'm real fucking jazzed about this one, as, as we are typically jazzed about them every week, but I feel, I feel like, like I'm
1: jazzed about every, about third one. I feel Ever? like I got, like, one in three that I'm like, this is a good one, and then two in three I'm like. Uh, here we go.
0: <laughs> Time to put on my work boots. Not gonna lie, that's like, not the, that's
1: not true. I get excited about all of them.
0: Oh man, no, I'm not. I'm <laughs> when this is a really good prompt, I get super scared, and I'm like, okay, don't fuck this one up. When it's like a vampire whose sword can split the sky in two, I'm like, we can't just have like, and then he farts and the sky splits. Like it has to be good. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, I'm gonna cut I don't all because of that, that sounds
0: incredible. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> I all of that?
1: No, uh, you leave all of that in. You don't dare touch any of that. You don't it, dare I can't touch let my them farting know.
0: vampire son. I can't let them know that I'm scared of the farting vampire prompts. Um, but anyway, our prompt this week... God, I hope this isn't your first episode of All My Fantasy Children, listener. Um, our prompt this week uh, is from EarthCube, and this is from our Discord. So if you think that we don't use prompts from our Discord... Air horns in your face. The prompt is <laughs> massively popular fantasy soft drink. It's a good one.
1: <laughs> it's <so> good prompt.
0: <laughs> okay, so it's just a drink, right? But there's a lot of stuff that surrounds the most popular fan. Is it the most po- popular fantasy soft drink?
1: Oh, without a doubt, it's got it. I mean, I'm not. We're not. We're not swinging for second, Aaron.
0: Yeah, true. If if we're gonna go hard, we're going hard or We're going home. Get fucking real, Aaron. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry, Mr. Stormer. I'm sorry. Do you think this is a
0: fucking game? Cause it is. It is actually a fun game that we played. It play is every actually a week. fun game we're playing. So this beverage, the first thing of course that comes to mind is like uh like the history of like soft drinks where it was like I'm thinking snake oil salesperson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it starts as a person who travels town to town selling some bullshit.
1: Hold on, I got a table for this.
0: (laughs) No, you do not. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff, of course, just fucking flips the script on me. What is it? What the fuck? What is it, like, traveling salesperson table? Uh, it's magic potion table. Stop it. Cause I have, I have a little baby one from Madison Hill's Table Fables. It's not a baby one, but it's just like, it's, it's short and quick and dirty.
1: All right. What's that one? Let's roll that one first and then I'll track down this, uh,
0: potion table. I have like 10,000 bookmarks in here. Oh, it's the ingredients. Like I, what you're just going to tell me what the magical effect. Yeah. Right. Okay. But I have the quick ingredients. So this is from Madison Hill's Table Fables. If we has used several times on the program, it's a lovely book available on Amazon. Um, so I want you to roll me a, a D20. For, uh, the beverage ingredient. Okay. Oh, wait. I have a dice roller on my phone. Shazam. Look at you. You have a dice roller on your phone? You you never know when you're gonna need to roll dice, Aaron. I roll the dice every goddamn day. I got a two. All right, the first ingredient is red wine.
1: All right, all right. I can get down with a red wine, a red wine spritzer drink. Can you roll... Okay, why do you have to add that little thing at the end? I don't know what you're talking about. You said red wine, so of can course it's a red wine spritzer.
0: Can you roll me a D another D twenty, please? For a spice that's in it. fifteen. Cardamom. Hmm. Okay, so it is like a this is like a okay. What I'm going to say that is, let's get seasonal. This is like a mulled wine, like blue vine type drink, like a warm wine beverage that is said to have some kind of property. We'll find out, based on your table, we'll find out what the intended property is. Yeah. Or what, is this, what your table is, what it actually does, or what this person says it does? Mmm. Mmm, indeed. Because I have a table for something that it might actually do. (laughs) I like this Warring Tables game that we're playing right now. Gimme first, give me a D100 roll. Alrighty.
1: This is from the Pathfinder, this is the Pathfinder Potion Tables. This first roll is going to tell us if it is a minor, medium, or major potion. Or at least if that's what they say it is. Do you want to roll for pronouns?
0: Not yet. Not okay. yet. Because we don't even know
1: what this fucking story is
0: about. Alright.
1: Let's tell I, me, think, like, I figure what...
0: this will inform us of, like, anything about this person. Okay. All right, D100. I'm going to pretend to roll dice. 23.
1: Oh, I uh, also rolled me a D6 because I misread this table, so I need to know if it's minor, major, or, po- or minor, medium, or major, but we got a 23. One. Okay, so it's a minor potion. That makes sense because it's a... It's, r- it's red
0: a, wine and cardamom.
1: <laughs> yeah. Give me a give me one more d100 roll.
0: 37. Shield of Faith. So its intended purpose is shield of faith isn't that the, the the cleric spell?
1: Yes, it grants a plus 2 deflection bonus to AC. So it, yeah, it, it it's designed to like
0: block things, create a magical shield. Ooh, force field potion. Okay, that's okay. If I were to tell you Jeff that I have a fucking force field potion. So, this is someone who travels around selling the most popular fantasy soft drink because its intended purpose is to give you a fucking force field and the only ingredients are red wine and cardamom. Well,
1: let me t- take, put a spin on this. Okay. It doesn't, they're not selling it because it's a magical shield, right? They're sell what, what they're pitching it as is, are you familiar with the popular drink called Gatorade? <laughs>
0: No, I'm not. Can you please describe to listeners at home, Jeff, what Gatorade (laughs) is (laughs) for me?
1: Gatorade is a sports beverage.
0: Okay. I'm with uh, you. Their
1: their pitch is a lot of like, you know, you drink this so you've got the energy to go do sports. Okay. So what I'm thinking is like, you drink this and you're shielded from all of the like, you're shielded from the bullshit, right? (laughs) So you like, you go in (laughs) and it's got, it gives you you, like the energy to go like tackle your day. It's sort of like an emotional shield.
0: But it does give you glowing sweat.
1: Well, but, uh, yeah, it gives you glowing sweat. And I think, the, I think the fact that it may give you literally a shimmering shield.
0: Oh, that's like the... Okay. So, Jeff, what if this sports drink... Uh, what's it called? It is a sports drink that is said to give you a shield. Does it shield you from bullshit? Or does it actually give you a shield?
1: I think that the pitch was that it gives you a shield from bullshit, but then it turned out that it actually gave a shield, so it's like, oh, this is an actual fucking potion.
0: It's called- it's gotta be something aid, right? Is it faith aid? Shield aid. Shield aid? Shield is aid. It shield aid, block the bullshit? Shield aid, block the bullshit. <laughs> it's got, like, a lot of commercials of people playing, like, Glove Glub and other fantasy sports and shit, just, like- Covered The glowing sweat is the physical manifestation of the shield of faith.
1: Yeah. And it's a lot of like, it's a lot of people working out and doing sports. And it's like, when you feel that voice in the back of your head say, it's time to quit, you reach for your shield aid, <laughs> block the bullshit.
0: Okay. So it works. It's <laughs> legit, or is it not legit? Which do you
1: think is funnier?
0: I love things that don't work because I have a table, Jeff. That
1: may have a cha- a flip to this. Yeah, then it definitely... It's definitely not... It's red wine and cardamom. Like, it's definitely <laughs> just, like... It's definitely just, like, a fan- a spritzer that you drink, and, it, like... You're like, oh, okay. This is good. And, like, the thing is, is that, like, they keep advertising it as, like, workout fuel.
0: Yeah, of course. But it's
1: red wine and cardamom, so everybody's like, I'm not drinking that before I work out. I'm not drinking that before I play Glove Glove. I'm just gonna, like... Drink this with dinner.
0: Wait. Jeff, is it actually magical in some way? Because I I want you to roll me 2d20. Okay.
1: Add them together or just separate?
0: Just two separate, please. Okay. I got an 11 and an 18. All right. So this is the magic ritual generator. So do you think uh, shield aid was made with a vial of scented oil as well? And what was the second roll? 18. (laughs) And then the verbal component is by the ends of the earth. So was this made using a magical ritual that actually does something? And I have another table for that as well. Advertised as a sports drink, chef. But when someone adds the, fuck, what was it? The scented oil? (laughs) Scented oil and says, the person making this by the ends of the earth, which kind of sounds spooky to me. That's the thing. Right. So I want you, I want you to roll a D100, please. Eight. So I'm rolling now on the curses table. <laughs> Shield aid. No. Oh, fuck. Eight. The target transforms into a dog during the full moon. Oh. Jeff, this is werewolf potion. <laughs> werewolf potion. Shit. Oh
1: my god.
0: Oh. What the fuck have we done?
1: Uh what we did was accidentally make werewolf potion.
0: (sighs) (sighs) Okay, so Shield Aid. Sports drink, literally the most popular drink in fantasy. Because it's it's one like you know how like I as a kid, even if it's an adult, fuck, I would love that. I used to love like eating a hoagie or a cheesesteak and just crushing a fucking Gatorade Mm -hmm. because it tastes super good. So I think like some people choose to block the bullshit in like sports, but some people are like, I just wanna block the bullshit in life. I'm gonna drink a shield aid. Psych. So, does this curse afflict everyone that drinks it? Probably not, right? No, I think
1: you've got to, like, add in the scented oil, say to the ends of the earth, the full moon's got to come. I think for most people, this is just, like, a casual, like, drink experience, right? is
0: it if you add it? Oh, so, okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm only going to take it off what you just said. I'm not going to add a separate idea, I promise. You just said... That if you add the scented oils and say the incantation, so you're saying that shield aid, as intended, is for blocking the bullshit, but people, someone has figured out a way to take shield aid and turn it into a werewolf potion? Is that the potion seller? You know what I mean? Is that the vendor who's at, like taken a product, added shit to it to make a werewolf tonic?
1: Yeah, for yeah, I think that's that's the that's the that's the creation is like we've taken just ordinary everyday shield aid,
0: but we've added if you add these, I've added my scented oils and said by the ends of the earth and like the ground shakes and a vat of red wine and cardamom <laughs> is turned into werewolf tonic. Werewolf tonic. But, uh, <laughs> okay. This is... Okay. No, we just gotta go with it. This is like Samuel Gord shit. We just gotta lean in.
1: Before we move on to werewolf tonic, I have a note I want to throw in about shield aid.
0: Okay, please. Because we need as many details as possible before we go down this road of werewolf potion. So
1: people are drinking... So so when I mentioned it was a spritzer, I really want to like go back to that. Uh, Please
0: do. Please. I would love... More than anything. What I think
1: it is, consistency-wise, is like 80% just tonic water? (laughs) So I really want you to figure like <laughs> so shitty, like the shittiest. So it's like a splash of red wine for flavor, <laughs> cardamom sprinkled on the top. Ew! <laughs> and then just turn around in a big spoon.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what you have to described to me is like vaguely gr- shitty, rotten grape flavored <laughs> seltzer water with like. Cardamom is strong. First of all, (laughs) yeah, it is. So that (laughs) wait. And the thing
1: is, tonic water also has a flavor to it. Yes.
0: (laughs) And the ground on the top is fucking (laughs) fresh cardamom. Like it's like a bar. Like it's made tape. Like as soon as you order one, or is it like no? It comes in the bottle,
1: (laughs) and it's like with a thick layer of cardamom on top. (laughs)
0: Thick. (laughs) Okay. So this is fucking vile. Why is it so popular? Because it blocks the bullshit.
1: Well, because it is, in fact, it's been sold as blocking the bullshit.
0: Yes. But
1: I think it does, in fact, give you a shield. That yeah, is it does, in fact,
0: give you a shield of faith. And, like, I think it's, uh, okay, are you familiar with, like, the, the Thunder shirt for, like, cats and dogs and, like, pets? Yeah. I think it's, like, it can be used as, like, you know, a sports thing where it makes a barrier so you can take a hit. But also, like, if you're sitting by a fireplace and, like, reading a book and you're sipping on shield aid, like, it gives you that, like, shielding hugging sensation and just puts you, like, at ease. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just – it has a very chilling effect. Like, it just – it's a chill factor. Yeah. It's relaxing. It's like drinking red—there's red wine in it. It's going to relax you, but also magic to give you a shield of faith to block the bullshit in your life. So is it like—this is like fantasy's adult beverage? Like, is this for grown-ups? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. But it's more strange, (laughs) but it's also gross. (laughs) It's—oh, it is the most disgusting thing on Earth. Okay, so my question to you is, this character that we're going to make, that we're about to just— dive into a dumpster to you know fish out is it the person who made shield aid or the person who added the spell component i think it's got to be the person who added the spell component okay so shield aid is made by like you know the the shield aid corporation (laughs) the shield aid corporation founded by dr
1: founded by dr pibb which is legally distinct and is an original character you cannot sue us his name is Doctor Pibb.
0: This is in all my fantasy children OC. Please do not steal. Please do not sue. Doctor Pibb. Doctor Pibb founds the corporation, but then a a lowly fantasy what like lab tech or is it like a factory line worker? Um, I think it's a lab tech. Okay, I like a lab tech because obviously they have to, which is of course just like a magician. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, because they're adding. Are there other spells? There's other in the branch. It's like Coke. Where there's, like, you know, Coke owns everything, where, like, their version of Sprite makes you, like, jump really high, or, like, your farts smell like cinnamon rolls. They're
1: mass-producing pot- like, so what it is, now I've got a picture of, like, Shield Aid as an organization. Yes. They're mass-producing potions, right, for, like, Mm -hmm. adventurers and things like that. Yeah. And they sell them, like, sports drinks, but it's, like, for- so- so- Shield aid is quite literally a potion of magical shielding. Yes. And just people, you know, in the same way that you were saying, like, you drink Gatorade when you're not doing sports, like, you drink Shield Aid when you're not plunging into a dungeon and you don't need a, a shield against arrows. Yes. So, like, people sometimes are just like, I want to drink a Shield Aid and, like, relax by the fire. But it's designed for, like, adventurers to be like, you need to block air, like, there, you're going, to, there's going to be fireballs thrown at you, drink a Shield Aid. So there's a whole line of potions of, like, here's the
0: potion of jump. Here's jump aid. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever's in marketing is just, like, eight years old. (laughs) Okay. So this person, though, who is making – who is adding their own shit and putting, like, more or less, like, a curse on shield aid. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. making a – or are they trying to make, like, just a variant?
1: I think that they are – I think it's R&D.
0: Yeah, this is research and development. development. So it's, they're just seeing what happens. Is this in the lab or like at home? You know what I mean? Do they take a bottle of shield aid, pour it into a vat, add the scented oil, say the incant, cause if you're using the incantation, that's like you're applying magic to it. You know what I mean? Because I think, okay, here's my, here's my initial thought for this, right? Shield aid, while a great corporation, isn't very creative. You know what I mean? They have Mm -hmm. a shield potion, they have a strength potion, they have a jump potion, like basically all the, the stats, like strength decks, you know, they give you a plus two to that. It's not very inventive. So this person, I think, is working R and D, just tired of the mundane, like, all right, we need a, we need a charisma potion variant by Tuesday. I once upon a long time was a, I was a food science major. And apparently when you finish, it can be a little mundane of like, you know, we want a new fruit roll-up that tastes like Doritos. Go do it. And you're like, eh. there's very little room for creativity because the the top brass tells you what to make. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't really get to flex. So I think this person absconds because I don't think you're allowed to take it home like the prototypes. Absconds with a vat of aid because that would be like the base. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just the red wine and the cardamom and the seltzer water is the aid the right ratio, absconds with it, takes it home, and then applies an incantation and then makes this variant. Does that, that works?
1: Yeah, that works perfectly,
0: yeah. Okay, so this is like a creative. This is someone who has like a passion for making magical potions, but knows that like shield aid is boring. Yeah. So is this an accident or is it an intentional werewolf potion? I'm gonna go, I'm leaning towards
1: accidental. I think it was that they took it, they took home a vat of this potion to like- figure out what else could be done with it.
0: Okay. So that means that this person is a werewolf. Yes. So okay. Named Rick Nightshade. No. (laughs) Okay. Nope. They're not named Rick Nightshade. (laughs) Um okay, let's uh let's roll on pronouns real quick. Okay. For this uh magical scientist. Uh how about you give me a D6, Jeff? Okay. Pull out the app on my phone. Because we're living in the future. The future he
1: So he's a scientist, he's working R&D, he's bored with his job, and he's like, I wanna see, like, what else could be done. I- and I- I think it's- I want- I'm kind of specific- I want his- I I want his goals to be very, uh, his goals to be very low, right? He's not trying to, like, create the earth-shattering magical potion, he's just like, man, I'm pretty sure I could make a potion that, like, lets you, like, animate rope. (laughs)
0: okay i'm sitting here like okay listeners when jeff has like an idea like this i kind of sit here like in anticipation like getting ready for some like huge fucking because i you know i have my own train of thought and then when Jeff's going i'm like getting ready to like jump on board his that was the most anticlimactic <laughs> and hilarious thing I have ever heard in my life because it's a werewolf potion so I was expecting like I could make something that turns you into like a eldritch beast nope so this is a very humble scientist this I, researcher or, or is it just like the magical skill just is it lack of magical skill I think it's lack of I think it's lack of
1: uh <laughs> ambition of <laughs> ambition yeah he just he just literally was like I want to f- I really want to, like, animate rope. How cool would it be to, like, drink a potion and point at a rope and then it, like, does a little dance?
0: Okay, can I give you the story associated with this, then? Yeah. I'm gonna, okay. So this person, whose name is, I also, I see this person as a dwarf BT-dubs. Yeah, dwarf works. Okay, so their name, is their name associated with, uh, Potion Craft? Oh, it's gotta be. Yeah, what's a good potion word? His name is... Brew Albertson. How? Oh my god! How do you fucking do that? <laughs> oh my god! Brew Albertson has been born. Like this is his passion. This is his life. Nothing. It was his first word
1: was brew. Was
0: brew, and it was either like booze or po- well. Now it's buzzed of both worlds. Okay, so Brew Albertson goes to gets a job at Shield. I mean Shield Aid, right? Yeah. Starts making these potions. Well, now so, I do
1: want to add the detail that uh, Dr. Pibb does is he wears a black trench coat with an eye patch. And that that's how he enlists you into shield aid is like he shows up at your house. And it's but like and it's like you think it's going to be like the cool thing. And he's like, I want you to come make
0: soft drinks for us. And you're like, oh, oh, OK. I was, I was a lot more excited. <laughs> so Brew Albertson uh, grows up. You know, studies potion craft and, oh my god, Brew Albertson, and (laughs) goes to work for uh, Shield Aid. Yep. Working, working, working. Just has a lot of creative ideas, you know, but has to follow what um what dr Pib wants dr Pib gives you the order uh, we want a constitution drink we want a dexterity drink and Brew robertson's like but but i have a, a i have a fabulous idea for a um, for a uh animate rope potion this is like 20 years in the making jeff yeah, of like yeah, yeah. trying to send the memo forward to top brass like what about animate rope
1: <laughs> we could definitely be and we have the technology to be animating rope with every single potion frankly i think we i think that we have a uh, responsibility to ourselves and to the world at large to be animating <laughs> that, that rope that's the speech
0: <laughs> so, so every time is just shot down shot down shot down until after 20 fucking years of making like dexterity strength potions but just like god just dreaming of the day that brew could make an animate rope potion is like fuck this Takes the vat of aid, takes it home, turns shield aid into animate rope aid. Does it work? No. Does it animate? No, not not even. (laughs) It turns him him into a werewolf. (laughs) Okay. So, Brew Albertson goes home, takes these scented oils, says, by the ends, okay. First of all, I also want to add a note that Brew Albertson is like looking in perhaps an old ancient tome that he found with like a book of spells and is just like applying a hodgepodge of like, you know, things to this. And under a full moon, under the light of the full moon, Brew Albertson sits by a lake, you know, magic tome on a podium, a cauldron full of shield aid in a pot boiling over brew albertson pours a vial of scented oils in and says "Mm, by the ends of the earth and then just i can do a better one i can do a one is just what trans like the 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 cliche clothes rip off like huge hulking beast or just like turns into a wolf
1: I, I I think if we're going werewolf, we gotta go full werewolf. Yeah, right?
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like John Talbane shit. Like Yeah.
1: Wakes up the next morning and his only thought on the matter is I didn't animate any rope. <laughs>
0: okay. So Does he know what this potion did? Cause it happens to him like what, every full moon now? He turns into a yeah, werewolf. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, so he's he
1: knows. He definitely knows. Oh, Jeff,
0: I have a great idea for this. All right. When you're out and about, you know, fantasy sometimes doesn't sleep. You know, it's nightlife is, it's not uncommon to have like a nightlife. When the full moon is high, you just may get a visit from, (laughs) I'm thinking the second prompt idea, Jeff. All right. So our second prompt that I have an idea for is from a Twitter user, Doily Spider. Hey. And it's a traveling salesman beast man in the style of a cool edgy mid nineties talking animal mascot. So when the full moon does he use this like werewolf form persona to sell his attempted animate? Does he actually get an animate rope potion, or does he sell this by the full moonlight? Like only when in wolf form.
1: I'm gonna say he does. That I I think like if that's where action we're going with is where wolf definitely does eventually create an animate rope potion, and that is his his. Okay, now I've got the story. Are you ready? Okay.
0: Yeah, I am so ready. Ri- because all right, this is ridiculous, but I'm very happy that it's happening. So. He creates
1: this werewolf potion, and in his mind, he throws it aside. He <laughs> casts it aside. He says, this is worthless to me. This rope is sitting here. There is no <laughs> joyful rope dance. Because I want to emphasize, <laughs> his goal is not to, like, use rope in any meaningful way. It's that he has, like, a six-inch long length of rope, and he wants to make it do a baby Groot dance on a table.
0: Could he describe to me what the spell Animate Rope does?
1: It make, lets you like animate rope. Like it makes you like, lets you like bring it to life and direct it. It's not a particularly cool spell. That's like a level six spell though,
0: right? That's a level six spell.
1: Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a high level spell. But, um, what it does (laughs) is it literally, what it ends up being is what he wants it to do is he has a length of rope and he's like, but look how cool it would be if I was at a party and I was like, Hey, rope. And I pointed at it and it came up and it was like, and it was like doing a little wiggle dance, and he was like, eh, eh.
0: okay, what that <laughs> first of all, you're a fucking genius. And two, what that tells me though, is that, um, is that Brew Albertson, when in his like dwarven form, you know, just wants like basically a party trick to entertain friends, yeah? Right? no ambition. No, no ambition, ambition to except that, like to, to create a charming trick that I think would be like really dazzling at a party. Once oh, for again, sure. the bar is set incredibly low.
1: For sure. If I was, I mean, to, well, now to be fair, though, if we were at a party oh. and somebody like pointed at rope and it's fucking hopped up and did a little
0: like. <laughs> I would shit myself like literally. I would be like, you are literally the coolest motherfucker I have ever seen in my life. Okay, so Jeff, what I'm suggesting is that this cool 90s-style salesman, Brew Albertson, wants to be cool, Jeff. Wants to dazzle at parties. You know what I mean? Is that, is that yeah. the idea we're going for here? Yeah. And this werewolf form allows him to be like this cool, you know, center of attention. Because you said he does find, does he ever, he does make the, the animate rope potion. Yeah. So he gets it sells it by the light of the full moon when he's in this werewolf form is it the only time that like he can put on the show you know what I mean is that when he has it in him is when he's a werewolf
1: yeah that's when he that's when he markets it right that's yeah. when he does all the marketing and then it's all research and development for the other 27, oh uh, 27 days of the cycle
0: goodness so when what? Okay, no, let's talk about this 90s-style uh, okay. mascot, basically. Can I set so, the scene for you? Oh, for the love of Pete, yes.
1: So the sun sets on the night of the full moon. <laughs> yep. The moon rises. There's a tent set up in a town square. No one has seen anyone setting up this tent. It's very mysterious. There's a lot of whispers of, like, is it safe? What is happening? <laughs> the moon hits its highest point. Out from the tent. Bam! On a skateboard. <laughs> comes sliding out, does a kick flip. Skateboard goes in the air, catches it with one paw, snaps it in half with his, with his werewolf claw, <laughs> with his werewolf hand. Th- throws both halves of it into the crowd. People crutch it, they go crazy.
0: <clears throat> is that it? Uh. No, wait, Jeff!
1: There is a long silence. <laughs> There's a long silence, and the drums start. Doom, oh. doom, doom, doom. He starts clapping. Right. People of are getting course. jazzed up. People are ge- people are really starting to feel it. He points out to the crowd. Fire or er, not fireworks? Confetti cannons oh. spray out over the crowd. Right. Oof, poof. Yep. Of course. <laughs> There's confetti raining down, and then he holds his hands out. Just as just as an electric guitar wails. Whee- he holds his hand out, and do you know what happens, Aaron?
0: I I know, but I want you to tell me. Two giant lengths of rope,
1: <laughs> one on each side, rises up, and the three of them do a choreographed
0: dance. Do you like? Hey kids, do you like to animate rope? I think that Geode is the best city in the world. Do you like to animate rope? <laughs>
1: Now that you've added some crowd patter, I have to take a detail from real oh, life and add a little no. crowd patter. You fucking better. This is
0: going to be the rest of the episode is uh, describing.
1: So have you ever heard, did I make the Paul
0: Stanley from Kiss joke about wizard? I don't remember, okay. you can make it again. That was okay. like a hundred episodes ago.
1: Do you know, have you ever heard Paul Stanley from Kiss did give crowd banter? Uh, no. He has four pieces of crowd banter that he says, and there's compilations on YouTube of just concert after concert after concert of him saying the same words just over and over again. And it's all, like, supposed to be, like, off-the-cup crowd banter, so it's like, we haven't been this way in a long time. But then, like, the videos, the compilations are literally just, we haven't been this way in a long time. Been a long time since we've been this way. (laughs) Haven't been this way in a long time. So what I'm thinking is, is Bruce patter is all like, he's only got like six lines. Of course. And he just remixes them again and again. And it's like, hey, kids, do you like to animate rope? Hey, kids, have you ever wanted to animate a rope? <laughs> hey, kids. And it's like, he he's not, he has not put the effort in to come up with more than maybe a half dozen like off the cuff quips. And he just keeps throwing them out. I think Geode is the best city in the world. I think Mud Trap is the
0: greatest city on fantasy. (laughs) Okay. Can I give you a detail then about this business? Yes. So this performance. So every time that the tent is about to start, you know, the the performance is starting, the crowd is gathered. They're like, what is this? What?
1: I don't understand what's
0: happening. All of a sudden you hear... By the ends of the earth. It's like go it's like the inner world, mm-hmm. you know? And out from the tent rolls just a wad of rope. Just a big ball, and everyone goes, Oh my god, that's so much rope. And then the rope unravels slowly, like like snake-like, just starts slithering away, and they separate to reveal him in a ball. Like he's curled in like a Terminator 2 ball. Yep. You know? And that's when he like leaps in the air, a skateboard made of fucking rope, flies to his hand, k- catches it, lands on the skateboard, does the whole routine. Jeff, is he selling also products that are made out of animated rope and just showing you all the cool things you can do with animated He's, rope?
1: He, he His fortune, his fortune is in branded, branded proprietary rope.
0: Yes, I'm seeing like a Billy Mays situation here, Jeff, where it's like all the shit you can do with animated rope. Yeah. Like a, but that's not all situation. And the only way you can acquire this sweet animated rope skateboard is by drinking uh Brew Albertson's – uh what's it called? Rope Alive. Stop it. Jeff, why don't you work and fuck? Well, never mind. Cancel. I know what you fucking do for a living. This is pretty literally <laughs> is- what I do for a living. <laughs> rope alive. Jeff, come and it's like come alive with, with rope, rope alive. alive. <laughs> Holy
1: sh! And it- yep, there's like- definitely a wolf howl in the background.
0: Oh my god! So he sells you on all the fabulous things you can do using animated rope and then sells you on Rope Alive. Jeff, that's very good. Except it's not good. It's terrible. It's terrible,
1: but it's Does very good. Does anyone
0: buy it? Um, is it? Is it popular? Does is this blow up? Is this actually fantasy's most popular soft drink? I'm going to go ahead and say a hard no.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> never, ever in a million years. No! Um, but what it, what it actually ironically becomes popular with because he's marketing it to, like, a general, like, leisure time audience. Yes. The people that it becomes hugely popular with. Because do you remember? Shield 8 is very popular with ordinary people. But do you remember who it was marketed to? Adventurers? So, and so, ironically, he markets it to ordinary people. It's just, like, a cool party trick. But it's adventurers. It's people being, like... I really need to, like, secure rope down this ledge so I can get to the bottom so I can recover, like, the gem that's at the bottom of this, this cavern. If my rope can, like, react to, to hazards, that's actually hugely useful to me. So adventurers are just buying Rope Alive by the gallons. <laughs>
0: I love it. His intended purpose is for like fun party games, like you know, entertain, entered. Like he has dumped millions into this werewolf advertising campaign. Where okay, what what is he dressed like as the werewolf? I'm gonna say a can I can I have a horrible detail? Yes. He is wearing Jeff <clears throat> blue, not jeans. We're gonna call them dungarees because they're okay. just not cool jeans. <laughs> they're not cool. A denim button down. And a denim jacket.
1: <laughs> Good. Great. Uh he is also wearing um puffy boots. Like Uggs? Not like uh like not furry like Uggs. I'm not sure. I don't know the exact name, but like that sort of like puffy, sort of semi iridescent like goop fabric. Sort of like Marty McFly shoes almost. Oh,
0: okay, okay. That helps. You said goop fabric, and I was like I'm lost. But I'm down. No, I get it. It's like they're like are they metallic? Yeah, he
1: wears metallic Marty McFly shoes. Dungarees, yes. denim shirt, denim
0: jacket. <laughs> um, he wears everything says Rope Alive on it, by oh, the way. All of like it's the jacket rope alive has branded. a big fucking like brand Lo- the logo of Rope Alive is uh the L in Alive is just a rope and that's fucking it. He does once again he is not this is not good. It's not good.
1: Tassels under the sleeves, long tassels under the sleeves,
0: <laughs> like, like like a
1: foot long. Long tassels under the sleeves, um, and oh,
0: they're they're small ropes. Yeah. Oh my
1: god, they're small ropes, and
0: they dance, and, and they, they all tie his dance. hands. And they do a little dance, and he wears like a macho man hat with also like tassels on the brim, and they're dancing ropes as well. Yeah holy shit this is the most horror this is a cursed image he he dresses basically
1: well we said macho man he basically dresses like the worst points of macho man's career (laughs) like halloween havoc 95 era macho man
0: god oh yeah oh my god so this is bad this yeah. is very bad, but it becomes popular. Like the adventurers, like yeah, no, I know Brew Albertson is like he's doing his best, but like you made a very popular thing, and like Brew Albertson is successful as a result. But part of him, like he can't give up the shtick, even though it's only sold at like Mama Cat and Corby's. Yeah, like it's only sold at these event, the adventuring hub. But he just wants people to have the performance aspect <clears throat> of animated rope rather than, like, the functional purpose. He's like, no, but, like, it would be so cool if... And so he just can't give it up. So he still travels from town to town on the full moon, slinging his, uh, slinging rope, rope alive, but for, for the party trick aspect.
1: Yeah, he keeps, he's still trying to, like, emphasize the party trick aspect, and it's just not taking. But, like, that's his mission, and that's his journey, and that's his quest, and he will, he will do it until people are like, you know what? That would be fun to do at a party.
0: Has uh Shield Aid ever tried to like acquire him, like buy him out? I think so. I think
1: that there was definitely So the way so we already so the way that we it, that Shield Aid rec- recruitment works is that Dr. Piv shows up in your house in the trench coat with the eye patch and is like, "I have an offer for you." Yes. Come make soft drinks for us. <laughs> <laughs> and like I think that happened, but he was already like because Albertson is has already worked for them, like he knew like he knew the things to look for so we saw that like a window was open and his drapes were flapping and he's just like okay but i don't want to work for you go away (laughs) and he's just like oh okay
0: i'll be going then all right have a great day i think he would have to change the formula and that's something like okay so brew albertson as a person is uh, what we've just described as someone who's like deeply passionate about something they've made You know what I mean? This is someone who loves Rope Alive and would never give this up. He gave up everything. He gave up a great job at a major corporation as a scientist slash magician, you know, and to follow this path. This is – it's not an easy path. He's an entrepreneur, you know, and start – he has his own little beverage startup just peddling, playing the trade shows at every town every every month basically. He's, you know, a deeply driven individual just to sell a drink – That will give people the joy that he feels when. Tell me about. Let's talk about the first time that he saw animate rope.
1: Uh, You know, it was was at a wizard concert. Stop it! It it was an opening act. It was not wizard himself. Albertson did not hang around to see the act itself (laughs) because, like, (laughs) he was was so
0: moved, he just went home and was starting to work on this 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 potion. (laughs) Your average
1: wizard concert has eight opening acts.
0: i gotta love it so every wizard concert has about eight fucking opening acts does that mean that wizard's concert is actually such a piece of shit (laughs) there's actually only about 20 minutes of wizard material but he has already hooked you into sitting there for like fucking 90 minutes and by the time he comes out it's his like time at the stadium is already done so he does about 20 minutes material and he's like all right everybody thanks
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, well, it's about 40 minutes, but the first 10 of which is a lot of like crowd response. It's a lot Uh, of like,
0: you
1: know, hopping around the ring, like, are you ready? I can't hear you. I said, are you ready?
0: God, that's the worst. It's the (laughs) worst. Oh.
1: So, okay. He goes to a wizard show, the first opening act on this night of like nine opening acts and then 40 minutes of wizard. Is a party trick a party trick magician? You know, I like it. is this your card? And he does like a rope trick. You know, he gives like a ha ha look. The rope is dancing, but it's just like he's moving his hands in a in a funny way.
0: Brew, can I have a quick note? Yes. So he's watching this party trick magician. He's doing like dancing lights. I think the animated rope wasn't even like his big trick. It was just like a uh, in passing type thing where like the rope started moving. Okay, what if it was a magician like okay, it was like an escape act type thing, and as he's he's raised over like the tank of water the the rope animates itself to like lift him ting 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 you know to lift mm-hmm. him over the tank, and that it wasn't the trick of the escape. it was just like as soon as the rope started moving, fucking Brew Albertson was like moved to tears in the crowd is like that rope is oh, oh, oh. Look at the rope. The rope is moving itself. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yes, I know. It's about to do a tank." Shut up! <laughs> do you not see? <laughs> he just runs out. He just <laughs> runs out of the building, loses his
1: shit, and says, so "Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I have my life's calling now.
0: The most beautiful thing I have ever seen. And I have to. I aim the feeling." I think it's genuinely the feeling that that gave him. He just has to give to other people that sense of wonderment of how is that rope moving by itself? The magic and beauty of animated rope. I have to give this to others. Yeah. And it's also kind of sad that he has spent like 20 years at shield day just dreaming of the day that they'll give him the opportunity.
1: And then he would, but then, but then he went off and he did his own thing. Yeah. So it's such kind is of life. Like a life. Exactly.
0: This is a beautiful story.
1: I think that's a pretty good place to rap.
0: I think so, too. So, Brew Albertson, creator of Rope Alive, and his where Do- wait, 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 Does his name change when he's in werewolf form? Is this is this some kind of, in a way, Sona Jeff? Yeah, it probably is. It really is. Is there a word or a name for rope? Because you would obviously name him after, like, some kind of, like, ropey thing. Tangle. Stop it. And he's got curly hair. Yep. All right. Tangle is the werewolf's name with curly hair, and he loves to skateboard and do rope tricks in his <laughs> denim outfit. Holy shit. So I think that is a great place to wrap on Brew Albertson slash Tangle. Yep.
1: That's a pretty good place to wrap.
0: Fuck. Wait, no. You don't want to roll on tables? Uh We can roll on some tables. Would you, would you like to? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's roll on tables. Fuck it. Surprise. Combo we'll go breaker. With the
1: guild artisan, of course.
0: Give me a <laughs> That's
1: so stupid. D eight for personality trait. D eight go eight. I'm well known for my work, and I want to make sure everyone appreciates it. I'm always taken aback when people haven't
0: heard of me. <laughs> He thinks it's working. Because he's seeing like his bank account like fucking flood with money, right. but from adventurers. So when he goes to like the town square of Geo, like the he's playing the amphitheater, and he's like, So rope alive. And everyone's <laughs> like, Who the fuck is this? Like non-adventurers are like, What is this? He's like, What? What do you mean? I'm a millionaire. Yeah. It's, it's rope alive, man. Give me a D6 for an ideal. This is so stupid, Jeff. A
1: four. Good good it's greed he's only in it for the money (laughs) he just wants to be rich (laughs)
0: this is my big break yeah this is it like yes he has a passion for rope alive but like perhaps now he has the opportunity to like create other potions well like this it's expensive like entrepreneurship like it you just need money like you know he has to fuel this operation yeah you know he he is in it for the money it's the money is good and it, it keeps him to it, – it allows him to keep researching ways to make rope aid <laughs> – it allows him to keep finding new ways to make rope alive, like, more accessible to more people. Yeah. Like, branding and, like, shipping it across the sea and stuff like that.
1: Give me a D6 for a bond. Go! Six. Six. I will get revenge on the evil forces that destroyed my place of business and ruined my livelihood.
0: Okay, does he want to – does he want to eventually buy out shield aid? He has a better image of what Shield Aid should be. And he's like, I'm gonna fucking, I'm, it's, it's gonna be mine. Yeah, but I don't think, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's malicious. It's honestly, I think it's like, I want to acquire it because I have, he has the vision. Yeah. It's that
1: he has a better image for what it could be. So like, my goal is to buy it and make it into the company that it should be.
0: Yes. And if he had that branding, if he had that reach that Shield Aid does, Oh my God, he's gonna delete every single bottle of shield aid and just replace it with rope alive. Yeah. You know what I mean? If he had that factory floor, Oh my God, the sky is the limit. And so he's just on a quest, I think to get big enough and to get investors. I think he goes to these trade shows and like, he goes to non-adventurers to like, get them excited about rope alive. So they stop drinking shield aid. Cause I think it's one or the other. Yeah. They're like next to each other on the shelves, sp- shelf space and non-adventurers just chug that shield aid to block the bullshit. <laughs>
1: All right, give me a D6 for a flaw. This is one of the
0: dumbest things we've ever done. One.
1: I'll do anything to get my hands on something rare or priceless. That good rope? Somewhere in the world, there's a legend of living rope. <laughs> do you know how much money he's spent, like, hunting this rope, this this living rope? <laughs>
0: It doesn't require a spell. It's just alive. He spent everything. Every penny he makes <laughs> goes into finding this rope. Like the company, be damned. Like he only wants to acquire Shield Aid so he can acquire more money to like income, like cover the globe, looking for this living rope, Chef. <laughs> That's actually very good. The legend of living rope. And he's like, it's out there. It occupies his, Oh no, Jeff, is this like the movie The Prestige? (laughs) Where like he thinks that that magician was using the living rope. (laughs) But in reality, it was just normal. It was just normal rope, and there was no magic at all. It was just someone pulling a rope backstage. (laughs) But he thinks he's been pursuing living rope his entire life. And the quest to animate this rope was in reality inspired by the fact that he just saw a regular theater trick. Yeah, It's the fucking Prestige, (laughs) Jeff. The Prestige. (laughs) Oh my god, that's horrible. (laughs) That's a wrap. Prestige oh that's so bad uh it's a double
1: <laughs> okay so so if you would like to submit a prompt there's a lot of different <laughs> ways that you can do that
0: hold on thank you so much <laughs> to earth cube and doily spider for your prompts thank you both so this, much i'm so sorry <laughs> uh, i'm so sorry i'm not uh, sorry th- i'm not sorry this is great this is one of my favorites thank you so much for helping us make brew albertson God, if, if, if you have a prompt that you'd like to submit, there are so many ways to do it, and it's so easy. Feel free to just spam. Jeff, what are
1: they? You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast. You can also use the hashtag fantasy children. You can post to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash my children. You can also email us at allmyfantasy at com. You can post them to our Discord, the link to which is pinned to our Twitter. Or you can go on to allmyfantasychildren.com and use the content uh, submission form to submit them that way.
0: Yes, don't be scared. Um, if you'd like to support the show, uh, you can consider back us up, get backing us on Patreon. Um, there's, you know, fun tiers with rewards, and it's really helps us helps us keep chugging along. Uh, and it really helps us with like equipment fees, hosting fees and Christmas costs and hosting fees and stuff like that. It's just, and it's a great way to show that you support what we're doing and you want us to continue doing what we're doing. well. Yes. Uh, you can also leave us a nice iTunes review, a, give
1: us a shout out on social media, tell a friend, you know, things that help new people find the show, which helps us grow and do bigger, better and cooler things.
0: Yes. God, give us an iTunes review. Those are tremendous. Uh, just take two seconds, right? It was dope. And give us five stars. Fuck it. Who cares? Um, Jeff has a second podcast.
1: I do. It's It's called Party of One. It is an actual play podcast about two-player role-playing games. Every week, I sit down with a guest one-on-one, and we play through a short, kick-ass role-playing game. You can find that at partyofonepodcast.com.
0: Um, do you have a verbal hug? I have one inspired by Brew Nightshade. Go for it. I mean, Brew. Uh, I have one inspired by Brew Albertson. Hit it. Um, if you love something, you know, uh, don't let people poop on that and change that. You know what I mean? Like enjoy the things we've said this before I know but like really enjoy the things that you like because anymore it's it's popular online and in real life or if someone likes something they're like someone will shit on it and like some a lot of people are like they don't tell people about their interests or the passions that they have Uh don't let people rain on your parade you know really enjoy the things that you love and love them unconditionally and you know that's, it's what makes them special. They're, they're yours and you can appreciate them and love them. And it's, it's a good thing. You yeah. Know, I don't know how to, I'm not really the most eloquent person off the cuff, but that's pretty much my thing is just don't let people shit on the things you love.
1: Yeah. And, and, <laughs> you know, celebrate, like celebrate them and understand them and like. Acknowledge problems where they are, but like, you know, you can do all of that while still, like, lo- outwardly loving and celebrating a
0: thing. So, yeah. like,
1: I, uh, my verbal hug is find the, th- you know, find the things that make you want to yell out into the void about how wonderful they are and then yell out into the void about how wonderful they are because, like, otherwise it's a void, right? Like, you may as well fill that void with things that you love.
0: Yeah i couldn't agree more honestly yeah it, that is the truest thing also support lgbtq plus creators please yes do it it's that's super duper important um yeah we're, that we're support is great tremendous <laughs> Do do it get out there and do that especially if anything you do support those creators please do it
1: yes uh and with that
0: good, good night, night and good, good game, game.